yo, yo, yo. Wow. What an interesting year we have had. This is San Diego Bars, and welcome to Thoughts Anonymous. I know I have been promising you guys for quite some time now that um, I was going to do this episode, or I was going to resume uh, doing episodes. Um, so, I guess, uh, let's, uh, get reacquainted. Alright, 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 so, um, Jesus Christ, it's been six months since I created an episode? The fuck wrong with me? Alright, everybody, hello, and welcome to Thoughts Anonymous. So, I'm not gonna do, um, no reintroduction, I'm not gonna do none of that. Um, what I will do is, I wanna thank all of my subscribers that have actually subscribed and contributed monetarily to my podcast because you guys are the only reason that I am actually even returning to even do this. Because I was gonna say fuck it. I was gonna say fuck this shit. I was gonna say fuck it. I was gonna say fuck the podcast. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Um, this year has been whoa. Um, man, like. Whoa, bro. Um, this year has been a, a collective of lessons, a collective of ideas, a collective of everything. I have experienced some of the most beautiful moments of my life this year. I have experienced some of the ugliest moments of my life this year. I've have experienced some of the most painful moments of my life this year. And before we get up out of this year, I told myself I'm going to quit procrastinating and I'm going to get back to my craft. I'm going to get back to my craft because you guys believe in me. And I saw that from the money that I made from the podcast and I said, wow, um, okay, this is, uh, definitely something to stick with, and I just want to thank those out there at Podcast Land for believing in me, and, um, for not giving up on me, even when I gave up on myself, okay, so, here we go, um, topic for today is gonna be real random, um, and I'm gonna make it about myself, I'm going to make it about myself and the things that I've learned as we're beginning to close the year of 2021. This lovely, beautiful, fucked up, confused-ass year. I don't know if it was just me, but was this definitely the year that we learned lessons, guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe this was definitely the year that we learned lots of lessons. Um, So... I went from how okay let's let us let us start with my celibacy journey. Fucking awesome. Lonely as hell. Awesome as hell though. Awesome, awesome sauce, bro. Awesome fucking sauce, bro. 
Um, so let's put it this way. I came to the conclusion when I first started this podcast that I needed to be single. I needed to be single for multiple reasons. I needed to be single because as a woman, I started realizing that I have a whole lot to offer, but not right now. Not the fuck right now. I don't have nothing to offer to you niggas right now. I just don't. Um, I also started to realize that um, I was spiritually tied to people uh, that I'm not going to necessarily say that it made me no good, but um, was they, it was taking, I was taking energy for myself by placing myself in certain situations. I wasn't growing. I wasn't cultivating my gifts. I, I just wasn't growing at all. Um, so I decided to abstain from sex. Which fucking sucks, bro. It sucks. Um, I've even been abstaining from porn sites. I've been abstaining from all of that. Um, and let me tell you, this has been the hardest year of my life. It just seemed like when I was, you know, more active and I had my little sausage man here and we there and side piece here now like it just seemed like life was a little bit more comfortable it seemed as though as if when I started to take these things away from my life activities I started to go through some serious hardships like I really started um seeing like a, a change in my life she got hard bro like it was almost as if God was revealing to me all the things that I didn't want to see while I was going through lust and I call it lust because if you're just having sex it, it's nothing like you know you, you might have feelings for that person you might have very strong feelings for that person you might actually care for that person you might actually love that person but if you guys are working on something and it's mutual you guys are building and you guys have made an agreement that you guys are going to be life partners or try to be life partners and try to build or whatever it is that you guys feel for each other emotionally then it's kind of like a waste of your fucking time it's a waste of your time. It's a waste of your energy, especially spiritually, because a lot of times, which I've touched on before, we have a we have a tendency to use sex as a cover up for what's really going on with us, for for the really emotions that's going on, for for the things that that we're really trying to ignore. Uh, that's wrong. And when I tell you that Yahweh has literally like ripped the rug from up under a motherfucker bruh let me tell you the things that I realized since I've been I've been abstaining for sex I realized that I'm the problem I realized that um I realized that I've, I've, I've come so far away from my goals and my, and my God-given gifts that Yahweh has literally placed pressure on me to the point to where it's like, 
you're going to do what I put you on this earth to do. Um, I went from having a dope-ass, bomb-ass job in the beginning of this year to literally, like, nothing, bruh. Like, literally back to nothing. <laughs> literally back to square one. Like, it sucks. It sucks. It sucks so bad. I went from having money in my bank account to literally nothing in a matter of months. But let me tell you why. It's because I decided to stand up for myself um, in a situation that was um, volatile to me. That was really doing nothing but taking away from me morally, taking away from me spiritually. And I have had a lot of good men that have came to me and it's like, man, you know, you're you're a good woman. How come you don't want to go on dates? You don't want to. When you begin to fast from anything, whether it's eating fast food, which I'm going to eat these motherfucking buffalo wild wings as soon as they get here, bro. I'm not abstaining for fast food right now. I ain't going to lie. My diet has been shitty as hell. Because I've been trying to find another way to cope with what I've been dealing with, which is another reason why I decided to return to the podcast. Um... My, my spirit frequencies have changed since I've been abstinent, bro. Like, I be looking at niggas, like, or I'm sorry, let me not say niggas because we said we was gonna work on that. I've been looking at the black man and I've been saying to myself, as a black woman, it is my responsibility have my affairs in order. It is my responsibility to be able to bring more to the table. It's just pussy, bro. Some of you bitches be mad as hell. Like, like y'all be mad talking about, oh, ain't no good man out here. Woo, woo, woo. But all you hoes got to offer is y'all bodies. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got no career. You don't got nothing to go for yourself. You don't try to invest in your godly gifts. You're lazy. And I'm saying that because I used to be just like you bitches. I used to be just like you hoes. Swear to God. Out here going, I'm going to put this mouth on with. <laughs> no. It's a new day and age. It's about to be 2022. You don't. This is this especially to my young listeners. There's a difference between the entertainment that you see and what goes on in real life. Megan Thee Stallion. I love Megan Thee Stallion. I swear to God. I love her to death. That shit was my theme song the whole summer for so many different reasons. Her video was on point. It talked about the, the, the political aspect of what's going on in the black community how the industry is exploiting black women all that shit it was dope as fuck it was funny as fuck i fucking love her for it but i say this to say that you guys we as women have a tendency to look at 
uh, black women in the entertainment business, and we say, oh, okay, this is okay, or this is hot, or this, that, and the third, and whole time, though, you know what I'm saying, like, bruh, these women make millions of dollars to shake ass on TV, bruh, and they still have relationship problems, they still got relationship issues, they still got relationship problems, they still got issues in they in they in they whole functionality of fucking life. People think because you you have beauty or you have money, it does make life easy. I ain't gonna lie. But money money make your life a whole lot easier. Sure the fuck do. But what's fulfilling in life is fulfilling your real purpose. It's fulfilling life. What you're really put here to do. And sometimes what we've been put here to do, you know, we have a hard time comprehending those things because sometimes everything else looks like the correct way to do something. Everything else looks like the correct way to deal with a situation. And sometimes that's not always the case. Sometimes that route that you don't want to take is actually the route that's worth taking. It's actually the route that's going to put you in a better position. And abstaining from sex for me was like, it's still um a journey it's a journey it's a beautiful journey Kevin Gates talks about semen retention with me you know what I mean now he had a whole different like lick read going on like bro was like he's still doing him and retaining like bro you got some strong glands there bro <laughs> you feel me like I can't even you feel me like whoa <laughs> But, uh, hold on, I think my wig's here, hold on. Okay, so, that was a perfect Buffalo Wild Wing, uh, Rick and Morty break. Yeah, so, like, I have become totally addicted to Rick and Morty. I fucking love Rick and Morty. Oh, Jesus. And I hope I don't have COVID, but body's been real sore. And, um, bruh. Oh, it's probably a combination of COVID and fucking depression. But anyway, back to what I was saying. So, man, I have discovered a lot of things about myself since I've been celibate. I discovered that um, self-esteem was low as hell. I was pretty much um, accepting anything from my male counterparts. Um, I also had to learn to not be a complete bitch to my male counterparts uh, while I was pretty much going 
and still going through my healing process. Um, I started realizing that just because I'm healing, that doesn't mean that other people around me are healing or want to heal or understand that they may be in need of healing or um, uh, a fasting process or or partake in a fasting process or abstinence process. Um, my healing is my choice. My choices are my choices. And I can't inflict my choices on anybody else. I can only do what I am able to do, what is in my power to do, what is in my control to do, and that is it, and that is all. This year has been a year of well-needed breaking. When I say it, I say I feel like that this year was the year that Yahweh brought me to my lowest. Yahweh showed me... um. All my flaws, all the things that I needed to work on, all the things that I needed help with, he showed me that in a matter of a year. And I've made a promise to myself that I'm going to vibrate so fucking high, so high, even when I feel low, even when... Because depression, when you suffer from low self-esteem, anxiety, PTSD, uh, depressive disorder, shit like that, you just have a shitty attitude towards people, bro. Like, you don't want to be bothered with people. You hate people. Like, you're just a fucking miserable-ass person to be around. Like, you wonder why people don't want to be around you. It's because you admit all this negative-ass energy. And we're already going through a really, really tough, like, part in life where things are getting, like, really, really hard. So it's like, who the fuck wants to be around that? And when I started realizing that that's who I was, that's when I, like, kind of started changing a little bit. Um... I also noticed that everything that I tried to latch on to, God took from me. I swear to God. I had a dog, right? I had a dasher hound. The little puppy found me. She found me out of nowhere. Beautiful dog. And someone stole it. It's mad as hell. I was using it. I was using the puppy dog as a way to cope with what I was going through. I was all, almost all almost using it as a support animal. Um, what else? God is literally separating me from my children. I am sad as fuck. I feel like there's nothing I can do about it. I feel like that my children are not in the best situation at all. I don't care what nobody else is. I don't feel that they're in the best predicament. And every time I start back visitation, especially with my son, it's like I get a high. I get like, yes, like 
I'm finally being a mom. I'm finally being a mom. And I try to do what I can to protect my children. And then it's almost as if in the midst of that, of me trying to protect my children, it's kind of like reality smacks me in the face. And it's like, God, show me. You don't have any power over this shit. You don't have any control over this shit. Someone else does, but you don't. And I blame myself a lot for the lack of relationship with my children, which is why when I talk to you guys about being celibate and if you are in a relationship, you know what I'm saying, allowing um, your, your partner to understand where you're at mentally so you all can have a healthy relationship. Like, that shit is real because a lot of times we use other people as support animals. We use other people to deflect what's really going on in our lives to to because we don't want to deal with the real the, the 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 real reason shit's going wrong. The real reason shit is not where it's supposed to be. And in a matter of a year, it's like the Lord has showed me so much about myself to where it's like I am undeniably in a rough but beautiful space in my life. I'm in a beautiful place in my life. A beautiful, ugly place in my life. Because it's ugly as hell for me right now, bro. I can't lie. It's ugly than a motherfucker for me right now. But it's so beautiful at the same time because this is life. Life is supposed to be like a a a, a myriad of lessons, a myriad of teachings, of unfoldings, of things that are only gonna make you better. Are only gonna make you shine harder grind harder you know so as I close out this episode I just wanted to do a recap a real you know real quick reintroduction of thoughts on autobus cause boy I'm telling you I almost said fuck this shit and um, I also just wanted to let you guys out there um, in podcast land know you know what I'm saying everybody is, is going through something right now you know, uh, to to all my homies, like, like it's been a few times I even contemplated suicide. I ain't gonna hold you. You know what I'm saying? And it was funny because I swear to God, Kevin Gates is like my fucking favorite rapper of all time. Okay, so it's like, so so it was Jay Z, but it's like it's like Kevin Gates is like it's like a fucking like bruh, like awesome sauce, like Kevin Gates fucking Megan motherfucking like like these we're talking about new age rappers like if you want to talk about some old school shit you know Jay-Z you know Jay I mean that's Jay bro like <clears throat> Jay is in a whole category of his own uh I, I fuck with Nas you feel me but I mean that's that's Jay bro like it's just certain shit that 
Ain't nobody really fucking with Jay. I ain't gonna lie. There's a few people that's fucking with Jay. You know what I'm saying? But it's like that like like, like J. Cole, motherfuckers asleep on J. Cole. I fucking love J. Cole ass too. But I ain't gonna lie. It's like it's like Kevin Gates is the epitome of like Jay-Z and J. Cole. <laughs> Kevin Gates is like it's like it's like a gangster rapper slash counselor slash just bruh like one of the sexiest motherfucking rappers I've ever known in my life. But that bitch boy Draker boy Draker is a lucky woman, let me tell you. But very talented artist, like a melting pot of just uh bruh, a melting pot of just awesomeness. You know what I'm saying? Jay Z is like, yeah, you know, he he be on gangster shit, but it's like Jay Z more gentleman laid back type shit. You know what I'm saying? Kevin Gates boy in your face like bitch, you know what I'm saying? Like J. Cole just J. Cole be chilling. Like, you gotta respect J. Cole, boy. They said J. Cole the only nigga riding around that's worth a couple of million dollars, and this nigga riding around town on a bicycle, like, bro, you ain't got no choice but to respect that shit. Like that shit funny as hell, but it's real as hell. Like if I ever blow up, bro, I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, that's really how I would love to be like. I just wanna I, I just wanna be a regular ass nigga with a few million billion dollars in my motherfucking bank account. Like I'm just riding around town on a motherfucking bicycle ordering McDonald's and I got like fifteen billion in my fucking bank account. Like, it's awesome. Everybody just fucking respects it. But you know what I'm saying? Like, uh you know, like like even 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 these multi-million and billion dollar artists, they they struggle too. One thing I can honestly say I respect about people like Beyonce, Kevin Gates, uh Jay-Z talks about his struggle, but Jay-Z is more hidden. Beyonce kinda like be letting your ass know like you know, through her songs, like, that bitch don't have no chill, if you really listen to some of her music, shorty ass ain't got no chill, bro, Kevin Gates, it definitely don't have no chill, like, make it cool, but make it, like, pop artist, you know what I'm saying, she's very, uh, theatrical, I would love to hear about the things that Megan the Stallion struggle with, like Cardi B, that Cardi B's good as shit like that. Like Cardi B is 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 one of those artists that like she's very rough around the edges and she's going to let you know how the fuck she feels in her music. It's it's not very candid. She's very in your face. I love artists like that. I say all that to say this. Even Chicago artists, like before hold on, before I make that that point. Like I love people like Bo Deal. I love people like Shella. I love people like Shada. Fucking Crucial Conflict, Do or Die, motherfucking, like, Psychodrama. Like, I love these artists because it ain't, it ain't shit like, I don't give a fuck. My city shit on this. <laughs> we shit on this. Like, Lupe Fiasco, bro. Like, Lupe Fiasco keep it so 100. He is so underrated, bro. 
Like, people don't even understand. Like, that nigga be whole educating your ass. Like, everything that's going on right now, like, like, like for this coronavirus to, to this chipping bullshit, like, he told us all this shit was going to happen. He been told us all this shit was going to happen. He told us all this shit was going to happen a long-ass time ago. And niggas was like, that nigga crazy. Damn niggas really thought he was crazy when he dipped off with them fucking samurai swords and shit. I ain't gonna lie, I thought his ass was crazy in the motherfucker too. I said this nigga done ran off and became a fucking samurai, bro. He said, fuck the music industry, and he picked up some samurai swords. Like he's killed Bill uh uh a little brother and shit. I said, hell no, this nigga serious as hell too. He be on Instagram karate chopping shit. I'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> But man, like, bro, like, breaking out from the city is a whole different, like, bro, like, it's a whole different level of just, like, crazy shit. And it's, the crazy part about it is, is that, like, I believe a lot of the things that's going on in, in our particular industry is because it's a lot of shit that's sex-related, like. But the industry be using that shit to control motherfuckers. I don't get no fuck with nobody be talking about, bro. Like, that shit be real as hell. And if you not put on, like, your spiritual glasses to see through that shit, then Jesus help you because you ain't gonna get too far in this bitch. You gonna end up being controlled and some other shit. But I know I just went on, like, a super duper 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 sidebar type shit. Um... I mean, I really ain't got too much to say. Like, it's gonna be a new year. You feel me? Like, motherfuckers is, is I'm, bro. The, the struggle is still real. You know what I'm saying? Free of all. Shout out, shout out to everybody in the struggle. And um, man, we just we gonna keep it pimping. You feel me? Like, we gonna go into 2022. Well, I am. I don't know about nobody else, but I know for me. 2022, I'm not finna do no new year, new me, new you, none of that shit. Bro, we just finna get it cracking. We not procrastinating no nothing. We take it all steps, all boss steps, all bosses, all boss shit. 2022. What is you talking about? Oh, uh, yeah, we, we doing boss shit. Oh, uh, yeah. Cause that's how it's gotta go. It, it gotta go like that. And I'm speaking it to existence because if I was speaking it to existence, ain't nobody else gonna speak it to existence. So it's like shit, fuck it. But uh, man, this afternoon journey has been amazing. I am happy that it has revealed all of my rough edges, all of the things that I need to work on, so that I can fully come. Into who the fuck I'm supposed to be. And I hope anybody out there that's uh taking the journey with me, you know what I'm saying? Don't give up. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy enjoy the inner strength that you're gathering from just learning who you really are outside of your sexual self, outside of your sexual traumas. Learning who you really are, what you're really talented at, what you really could do, what you really possess. 
do that shit. Boss up. Be all you could be in this shit. Because if it's anything I learned about truly being to myself this year, is that at the end of the day, all you got is you. And you can't be nobody else half until you at least 98% whole. You feel me? So on that note, I'm finna finish eating these motherfucking chicken wings. And watch my goddamn show, Rick and Morty. I got a lot of cool shit coming up for the new year. And I'm not even gonna tell y'all what I'm finna do. I'm just finna do it. Because every time I say I'm gonna go do something and then I don't do it, then you all look at me like, oh, she lying. So for now on, I'm just gonna do it. Because that's what I does best. And that's that piece. Y'all enjoy the rest of y'all. Yeah, yeah. Lord have mercy on my soul, that was trouble too Disconnected from the world, need to troubleshoot And I ain't never had a judge, it's what the public do Cheating on my bitch, I had to shoot out at the W Call my lawyer four in the morning, didn't mean to trouble you Stash box, right in the whip, another W How you bragging I ain't that, is that a W? Pull up with these fools and kill you, didn't even point at you I don't like these rappers, I never looked at their point of view I just wanna fuck, sweetheart, don't see the point in you Rob a nigga, still wanna see him like I'm untouchable Who the fuck is touching me, touching her while touching her 50 grams on me, shit not bigger than the Reese cup I'ma keep my gun with me, ain't going through no Larissa stuff I ain't trying to diss, but I'm just speaking on some Reese stuff Like I want some pieces of stuff Pockets full of piece of crust. Instagram some demon stuff. Put demons right on demon stuff. Hit nicks and get a piece of puff. This chopper turn a piece of puff. Warning if you actin' tough. Who you think they got it from? This Draco came without a drum. Name a rapper ain't my son. My sons ain't my only son. Falling short like Phoenix Suns. Hit the block dressed up as none. Shoot a three like Kendrick Dunn. Old Samson Boosie son. Rob his ass without a gun. Rapping like he's singing, so I call that nigga Tusi son. Start a war like Juicy did, but I would get my cousin killed. And he had his gun with him. Imagine how my cousin felt. Imagine how his daddy felt. Imagine how the family felt. Imagine how his daughter feel. I'm going door to door to kill. Some bitches should have bought kids, but life is nothing more than kids. These bitches think I'm tape knees. My bitch don't wear no fake wigs. I don't drink no fake walk. I don't wear no fake watch. I don't want a Twitter box. Shooters put them in the box. They gon' shoot it round clock. Rolly in, don't even talk. I'ma pull up for you. I'ma eat that round clock. I'ma get this money 24. I'm working round clock. I be feeling like an army veteran. I be shell shock.